Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. We know what you're thinking. Did they fire off six fascinating points of interest or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, in all the excitement of watching and listening to Long Island's number one wrestling podcast, I've actually forgotten myself. But being this is the Monty and the Pharaoh from Indie Music Studios in Ronkonk. And the fact that they were talking to yet another champion wrestling star, one of the most powerful and talented performers from the wrestling franchise, and not to forget, well-informed and provocative interview questions asked and answered. It was such an interesting and entertaining hour, the questions nearly blew your head clean off. Now you've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Do you, punk? What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. No, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrow from Monty and the Farrow, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later.
Mm. Boston wrestling is fake news. In grace, how sweet a sound ah. there's say a rest like me. Once <laughs> were lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Well, it's Thanksgiving, and I start off giving thanks to what made Tony Atlas, Hulk Hogan, and the greatest country in the history of the world. I want to give my thanks, starting this program off, to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to God, God Almighty. Without him, none of this would be possible. So I want to start off this, this share here as much as I can to thank America for allowing me, little old country boy from the hills of Virginia, from the hills of Virginia, to live in the greatest nation that the world has ever seen. You know, there'll be people talking about America is going to hell in the handbag and America is this and America is that. And I turn around and I look at them folks when they climb into their $65,000 car, when they drive their $75,000 truck, when they put the key in the lock and open up the door to their $250,000 home, and they tell me the economy is going bad. I see these people at Walmart in no place to park, but the economy is going bad. I see these people overweight, so they're going to go on a diet. Went to Africa one time. Nobody in Africa is on a diet. There's a story that I want to tell y'all. I was in Guatemala, Central America, and I met this young lady at a strip joint. Because <laughs> that's how she had to make her money. The next morning, 
She told me where she lived. I said, well, I want to walk you home. She said, no, 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 no. I said, no, I want to walk you home. It was at night. She just got through flipping. So I'm going to walk her home. So as I'm walking, I feel like I'm walking in mud. This is in Guatemala, Central America. I feel like I'm walking in mud. So I dropped her off at her house. At her house where she lived. It opened up this door to have the tin. The wall made out of tin, like what you put on your roof. Mm -hmm. The ceiling made out of tin. Her mother and the rest of the family sitting around this fire, this little fire with a pot over top of the stove. This is 1975, 1975, and it was cooking. So I said, I feel bad for this family. I'm going to do something for them. The next day, me and my good friend Roberto Soto and Don Canuda, Don Canuda just passed away. God, my condolences go out to his family. We went back. I wasn't walking in mud. I was walking in feces and urine. When they use the bathroom, they go outside, use the bathroom. I took her, her mother, her brother, out shopping. Get what you want. Food, clothes, whatever you want. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. After I did this, it was my last day in Guatemala, so I want to go by to say goodbye to her. The lady asked me, are you rich? I just go, no, I'm not. Then she left, went home. I went to say goodbye. Her mother answered the door, opened a little tin door. She said, oh, by the way, the girl was 14. She was 14. I found that out. Luckily for me, we didn't have any intercourse. Luckily for me. But she had to strip to feed her family. These kids that we call aliens, that's the life they live. So she said, you can't see my daughter. I said, why not? I took you shopping. I bought you food. I didn't try to disrespect your daughter. I didn't. I made no advances towards your daughter. I treated her like she was my sister or something. She said, we are Christians. We belong to the Catholic Church. The Bible said, thou should not lie. I said, what did I lie about? She said, my daughter asked you, were you rich? And you told her, no, that's a lie. I said, I'm not rich. I make $75,000 a year in America. That ain't rich. She said, do you have a stove? I go, yes, ma'am. You have a refrigerator? Yes, ma'am. You have a car? Yes, ma'am. She said, then you're a liar because nobody has so much that is not rich. Give thanks for what you got. This lady was so grateful for what I did for her. If you got a stove in Guatemala, if you got a refrigerator, a TV, just the normal necessity of life, to someone in South America, they are rich. 
In America, we are losing, losing our gratitude. We are losing the respect for each other. Tony, what did this have to do with wrestling? A lot. In the wrestling business, when I pin my opponent, I respect that man that I've defeated. I would whisper in his ear, thank you for the match. I give him my thanks. This is Thanksgiving. Think about thanking. When I used to play sports, when I was an amateur wrestler, I would walk across that mat, win, lose, or draw. I would shake my opponent's hand and say, thank you for a great match. We all feel entitled now. Why gain the world and lose your soul? Why gain the world and lose your soul? When you do for the least of thee, you also do upon me. I was raised by the grace of God. I lost my way many, 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 many times. I'm going to probably lose it again. God gave me everything I ever asked for. I asked him. I want to be built like Hercules. I was Mr. USA. I want to be strong like Samson. Competing in the world championship. I want to be famous and rich. Became a WWE Hall of Famer. And made a lot of money. And got a lot of fans. Everything I asked God for, he gave to me. Now, I'm not trying to turn it into no religion program. But I pulled a dollar out of my pocket this morning made me think about this. In God, we trust. So first, I want to thank God for allowing me to live as long as I did. I was talking to Larry the other day. We were just going through, me and you were just going through the wrestling magazine, it felt like an obituary. A lot of people didn't live to get as old as Tony Atlas is. I like being the old man. Andre didn't get old. 46 years old, Larry just said. Didn't get old. Look at all the wrestlers, never got old. We just left a horrible, horrible environment, our military. How many young men that went over and fought for us, fought for us, is not going to sit down at that Thanksgiving table? So to them people, thank you. Anybody in the military, if I don't care if you're in the military, going to the military, or been in the military. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because my black ass didn't fight no wars. But there was people that stepped up to that plate and said, I'm going to fight for my country. I'm going to fight for you, Tony Atlas, so that you could wrestle, so that you could live free. I'm going to fight for you. 
My friend Rocket Johnson had a lot more years left in him. Thank you, Rocket. Me and Rocket, we may have butt heads along the way, but I would have quit the bid to have been for Rocket Johnson. Rocket Johnson talked to me, told me, don't quit the bid. Said, Tony, you got a lot to offer this bid. Thank you, Rocket. I want to thank my mother for working two jobs, two jobs to raise me. Thank you, Mom. I want to thank each and every wrestling fan out there that supported me over the years. Year after year after year, they supported me. I want to thank each and every military person ever walked the face of the earth, going all the way back to George Washington. Leave them trophies alone. Leave them statues alone. That's American history. Don't hurt my feelings. Sticks and stone may break my bones, but names will never hurt. That's all part of our history. Leave it alone. Judge not, yet ye be judged. I judge no one, for I can't judge myself. That's God. I'm not God. I can't judge you. That's his job. I don't want to take his job. What this guy do with wrestling, Tony? If it wasn't for our brave military, I wouldn't be able to wrestle. That's what it's about. You wouldn't be able to watch this program. I wouldn't be able to do this program. The truth is the light. Listen, oh, Tony, you got on a police hat. Sure do. What I got against the police? Imagine this for one day. Every policeman, every policeman in the United States decided to go on vacation for one month. Hello. And my mom would say, fuck the dumb shit. I support policemen. Now, I've seen things that I don't agree with, but I have done things that I don't agree with, okay? I don't want you to defund me because I did something wrong. Or somebody I know did something wrong. Or another wrestler did something wrong. Judge not, yet ye be judged. He who is without sin, without sin, cast the first stone. I can't even throw a pepper. I couldn't throw a pepper. I couldn't even throw a grabber. I couldn't even throw dust. For I am not without sin. I have sinned over and over and over. Probably do it again. Hope not. Try my best not to. Yes, I support policemen. I went to this. I was in uh, out in the West Coast. And they gave me this little badge. I don't know if y'all can see this. They gave me that little badge. It's a taser club. And what the taser club was, was a fundraiser for the families, families of fallen officers. Police officers that had died in the land of duty. They had to go out and raise money to take care of the family. The taser club. So when you see a policeman in the street, 
don't think about all the bad ones, which is very, very few. Think about all the good ones that do stuff every day, get no credit for it. And not one of policemen I know, not one police I know, is in it for the money. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't about the money, <laughs> believe you me. Now, can, are they, can they be improvements? Yes, they could be improvements. But that don't take away from the thousands and thousands and thousands of officers that put their life on the land every day. Let me give you some advice that my mother taught me how to deal with policemen. You get out of it what you put into it. When a policeman pulls you over, you already committed one crime. They don't pull you over just because they ain't got nothing to do that day. You did something wrong. I don't care what you say. You did something wrong. That's why they pull you over. They got other things to do besides just run around trying to pick somebody to pull over. They don't do that. Let's say I got a tail light out. Minor, misdemeanor. And a cop pulled me over. Well, that policeman could have just left a, a murder. He's been going through seeing stuff, experience stuff that you and I never even dream of. This one policeman tell me a story about he went to this house where they was called to this house with these crackheads, which I'm not knocking crackheads. I used to be one. Thanks God that the good Lord pulled me from there with the great, great help of God and the help of my great wife, Monica, got me out of that world of drugs. Thank you, Monica. Thank you, God, for doing that. But anyway, I said, what you got called the police for the to the house for? He had tears in his eyes. He said, these people took their baby because they were doing smoking that crack. They took the baby because he kept crying because he ain't ate. His diaper was wet. And they didn't want to deal with the noise the baby was making. So they stuck him in the microwave and turned it on. That same policeman have to go out after seeing a baby splatter. You might think about what a microwave could do to an infant. Think about that. This, this cop saw this. Now that same cop could pull you over for running a stop sign. Then you get off with a chip on your shoulders. So my mother said, treat that man good. You get you catch more, get more. Flies with honey, you do with vinegar. Now, this maybe I should keep to myself. I hope there's no policeman listening to this. But what I'm going to tell y'all now when a policeman pulled me over, this is me. Good afternoon, officer. How you doing today, sir? I show him the utmost respect. And nine times out of ten, in fact, out right here in Maine, I was on my way to the airport and I was rushing because I got up late. I had to catch a early flight. So the speed limit was 35. I came through there doing 65. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm trying to get my flight. Policeman pulled me over. He said, can I see your license, registration, all this? I said, yes, sir. I gave my license registration. And I said, officer, I'm sorry I'm speeding. I was trying my best not to catch this flight. And we took chit-chat for a little bit. He said, I could give you a ticket, but you made my day. I said, how is that, officer? He said, you was nice to me. 
So I'm letting you go. Think about that. He said, you made my day. You were nice to me. Imagine having that job. That nobody never nice to you. And if somebody's a burglar breaking in your house, who's the first one there? Is that policeman? You get in trouble. Who you gonna call? Don't call me. You call me, I'm calling the police. <laughs> you know, this is the reason, another reason why I like policemen. When I was young, remember I talked Larry earlier about me bench pressing? Oh yeah. 600 pounds. Oh yeah. Overhead press. 400 pounds. Wrestler. Championship. Boxing. Championship. I was a wimp. Now I'm the toughest person walking the face of the earth. Nobody. No wrestler. No boxer. No mixed martial artist could beat me. Because I got the three greatest moves in the world that would defeat any of my opponents. Nine, one, one. Done. I don't even have to chain clothes, don't have to break a sweat, nothing. If I call them, they're there for me. So try your best to understand the position of a policeman. I ain't trying to say be a kiss butt or lick nobody butt, but them guys deserve respect. When that policeman told me, I'm not going to ticket you because you was Nice to me. You made my day. Imagine going through the whole day and nobody nice to you because of your uniform you're wearing the job you got to do. Show some respect for it. If you don't respect the man in it, respect the uniform. We, we lost respect and authority. When my brother went to Vietnam, they came back, they spit on the soldiers. Now we're attacking the policemen. I got this plaque here. I know y'all can't see it all, but I'm gonna have Larry to read it off to you because I don't have my spectacles on. I can't see them little writing. Y'all listen up, old Larry. Got to tell you there. This comes from the Rock Community Protection District. He calls Tony names Tony as an honorary firefighter on this first day of July in the year 2011. The Rock Community Fire Protection District presents this honorary fire, excuse me, honorary firefighter certificate to professional wrestler Tony Atlas. As an honorary firefighter, we hope Tony will always remain a positive role model for our youth and help us spread the word about fire and life safety. Thank you for your time in visiting with us. Your friends at Rock Community Fire Protection District. See that? So to the fire departments all over the world, thank you. What got me involved in stuff like this was I learned something that kind of blew me for a loop. Every time I think about it, it still drives me freaking nuts to even think about it. I don't know if y'all know this. Do y'all know that most farmers are volunteers? Do y'all know that? We pay a football player millions of dollars a year to run a football. We pay wrestlers thousands and millions of dollars to perform in the ring. 
We pay a boxer millions of dollars. The people we pay the least amount of money to are policemen, soldiers, and firemen. Now think about what a fireman is. He runs into a burning building, a burning building, while everybody else is running out. A policeman charged bullets. When everybody else trying to get away from the shooter, the policeman trying to get to the shooter. You know? With the, uh, we got great heroes here. People are first responders. I want to take this time to thank these people. Yes, I'm going to talk about car gods and all the rest of this stuff, but with this being Thanksgiving week, I want to kind of, you know, because us wrestlers, you know, we humor too. We celebrate Thanksgiving. We celebrate Christmas. I don't celebrate Halloween because it's, to me it's a pagan holiday. I ain't going to, you know, celebrate nothing dead. I don't, you know, I don't even want to think about nothing dead, you know. Um, that, well, me being, you know, who I am, where I was raised. No, don't be doing that, Larry. See, Larry tried to scare me white. Let me know that damn ghost talk, that damn, damn boogie woogie stuff. I don't want none of that damn ghost stuff, you know. I, that ain't me. But, you know, God sometimes speaks to me even when I don't want him to. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. He pulled me through so much, gave me so much. He gave me good health. I work for an organization here in Maine that work with mentally challenged adults. I did that for five or six years. And I see how hard they try to fit into society. Every time there's a shooting and the news come on and say, we need to do something about the mentally ill. I don't know not one, not one child with Down syndrome ever commit a mass shooting. They get blamed because they can't defend themselves for evilness. There's only two things in the world since the beginning of time, good and bad. That's all it is. There's no Republican, no Democrat, no independence. Besides, somebody calls himself independent, that's what I say, what the law said. Be he lukewarm, I spur thee out. You can't start at that fence now. We're all Americans. We just went through the worst virus to hit the world since 1918. And we got through it. We're here. Colin Powell ain't going to have no turkey this, this Christmas. Good man. We ain't going to eat no turkey this Christmas, this Thanksgiving. Bruiser Brody, look at all the Thanksgiving he missed. If you're above ground, like the lady in Guatemala said, you have a refrigerator, you have a TV, you have a stove, you have a car, then you're rich. My mother used to say all the time, eat that food, boy. You know how many starving kids in Africa? She said it all the time. No pay no attention. That's how I went to Africa. And saw how people live. I went to India and saw them take a shower in the same water they drink and cook with. Oh. 
child would a mother walk a thousand miles across the desert not knowing if she's going to be accepted or not. Called Survivor. We live in the greatest country in the history of the world. We are blessed. Give thanks. If you are an American, be thankful. If you got three squares on the table, be thankful. You got clothes on your back, be thankful. You got your health, be thankful. God cannot bless us any more than he had unless we first started showing him appreciation. So I'm going to challenge America. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, which was many, many moons ago, we as Americans gave God 54 days of worship. Out of 365 days, we used to give God as a country, not as the individual, not as a group. As a country, every Sunday was Sabbath. Everything was cold. Was a Sabbath. I used to see wine old, wouldn't drink. Got the wine bottle in the back pocket, would not open it. Wouldn't open it. I asked one wine old one time in, in Clifton Four, why you don't want to drink? Because you had the shakes. Had a shake so bad. He wanted to drink so bad. Wanted to drink. I said. Why don't you go ahead and take a drink before you, you know, you shake it like a leaf on a tree. He said, it's God's day. I don't drink on Sunday. That's a man old. But he knew that that was God's day. Now the Sabbath is football and WrestleMania. Picnic, movies, getting stoned, getting drunk. No Sabbath. Christmas, supposed to be the day that God was born, his birthday. Now it's about gifts. Fat white guy in a red suit. A ring there with a nose as big as Tony Atlas. And a snowman. Nothing about God. Easter, nothing about God. I would challenge anybody out there. And the first person, I don't have a lot of money, but I'll give you what I can. I got some of these action figures that, that I kept. I would give anybody an autographed action figure of Tony Atlas. If you could name, name one day, one day in America out of 365 days that we as a country give to God. Hello? We as a country, not as an individual, Hello? not as a group, but as a freaking country. So I challenge America, maybe not this year, maybe not 2021, 2022, take one day, one day, 
On a 365 day, you still got 354 days to be a jerk off and to sin. But take that one day given to God as a country. This is Thanksgiving now. Who you going to thank for what you got? I thank God first over, over everything, everything, everything. I'm not a Christian either. I'm a wannabe Christian. I'm trying. Because Christian to me means you walk in the footsteps of Jesus. I ain't doing that. I'm trying though. Every day of my life, every day of your life, you come to the crossroads. Every day, you come to the crossroads. You go this way, or you can go this way. Well, you're going to face that crossroad every day of your life. Never going to go away. God told Satan, who was his number one angel, Lucifer, number one guy in heaven, I want you to serve and protect man. Serve and protect man. That's where the term God and angel come from. Serve and protect man, what God told the devil. The devil told God, huh, man is not perfect. Man is not perfect. Man should serve the gods. The gods should not serve man. Well, God wasn't going to put up with that back talk. Like my mother wouldn't put up with that back talk, being sassy. And my mother said, get too big for your britches. The devil got too big for his britches, got sassy. So God kicked him out. He fell to earth. He fell to earth. After being here for a while, God decided to come check on him. But no, you know, you got to check on that rascal, you know. Say, where have you been? I don't know his exact croak, but he said something like he went, he'd been north, south, east, and west. Been all over the earth. He never retired. We only got one thing we need to worry about. Evil. Evilness. There's been evil in the world since the beginning. Man have to learn to fight evil. All of us got evil in us. All of us got goodness in us. Ain't nothing one man got, another man ain't got. This what they say, he woke up on the wrong side of the bed. He woke up on that evilness side. He got evilness in his heart. Or he woke up on the good side. Whatever you do in life, come back to you tenfold. So if you give somebody a dollar, you got $10 coming back to you. You steal a dollar, somebody's going to take 10 from you. We all pay the piper at the end. This is Thanksgiving now. I'm so thankful to, of being a, that I got the opportunity to be a wrestler. But I got this opportunity to be a wrestler an opportunity to talk to you, an opportunity to meet Larry, to meet a lot of people that have helped me. I wrote in my book, my success in life, I owe to thousands and thousands and thousands of people. My success, my failure in life, I owe to one person, me. 
For his Klondike Bill kept telling me, you are the captain of your own ship there now, good buddy. The reason I'm talking about God, because God in America is pretty much the same. It was based on God. God gave man what he gave no animal on earth. No animal on earth. God created all. But when he created man, he gave man something. Something. They gave to no animal on earth. No creature on earth got what God gave us. Free will. Free will. When I first started wrestling, I had free will. Vince McMahon Jr. took it away. I was born in a country that gave me free will. I serve a God that gave me free will. Now, free will comes with a lot of responsibility. If it ain't broke, why fix it? So you think there's nothing wrong with you, you're never going to fix anything about you. Scott Epstein, a good friend of mine, said something about me that made me feel good. He said, Tony, I read your book. And what I like about your book, you never blame anybody for your downfall. I was at the crossroads of life. I had a choice one day to go to Philly to the Spectrum, team up with S.D. Jones, beat Saito and Mr. Fuji so that me and S.D. would be the first black world tag team champion back then. I chose, because of my shoe fetish, to go to Los Angeles and get stepped on by a pair of tennis shoes. I made that choice. I came back. Vince McMahon, SD spoke about it in 2006 at the Hall of Fame. Rocket Johnson was there. The team up with Rocket Johnson. But because I took responsibility for what I did to SD Jones, I was able to become world champion with Rocket. But if I did not see what I did wrong, I could have blamed Vince. I could have blamed being black. You hear that all the time. Oh, you don't let me do this because you're black. I tell Larry all the time when I want something. <laughs> don't I, Larry? Yeah. I mean, Larry, you won't let me do that because I'm black. Just with that, because I'm black stuff, I got to tell y'all this funny story real quick. I was going to do, I was in a, a, a in the office one day with Ole Anderson. He was the booker in Georgia Championship Wrestling. And just, they both good friends, man. Thunderbolt and, so I'm not knocking Thunderbolt. They wanted, wanted uh, uh, Thunderbolt to, to lose to Abdul the Butcher. And Thunderbolt told Ole Anderson, said, the only reason you, you want me to lose because I'm black, you're not asking Tommy Richardson or the, or the white guy to do it. Ole said, said, no. He said, he said, if you was white, I would have fired you a long time ago for all the crap you gave me. He said, the only reason you're here because you're black. He said, a white wrestler, to me, is a damn a dozen, because they didn't have many black wrestlers 
in the business at the time. And every black wrestler I knew got a, a got got a butter break in the seventies and eighties than a white wrestler did. Most black wrestlers couldn't couldn't wrestle that well. We were good entertainer, but we were nothing like, you know, the Funks or Bret Hart. I don't know any black wrestler could wrestle like Bret Hart. I ain't seen one yet. It got nothing to do with color. But you have to learn that we live in the greatest country in the world. And by me doing this on Thanksgiving Day, I'm not doing this to make nobody feel bad or anything like this or to get away from wrestling. You know, some of y'all are going to hate this program. Right? We're going to hear about wrestling. Well, we're going to talk about wrestling as long as I'm living, because that's me. I can't talk about anything without bringing wrestling. It's been my life, you know, for over 40 years, going on 50 years as a professional wrestler. But all that happened for me, because I give, you have to give thanks to those that helped me up the ladder. And I learned one thing from wrestling. The same people you meet on your way up, you meet them same people on your way down. Don't burn too many bridges. You may have to cross that bridge again. The same people that put money in your hand are the same people that could take it away. The same people that gave to you are also the same people could take it away. So are you able to look at this program? You able to walk down the street? Be thankful. Be thankful where you at. Be thankful you still living. There's a lot of people y'all talk about every day how great they was, how what they were. How they were. Were mean you ain't here no more. You hear. There's nothing wrong with America. If America is so bad, how come we got a freaking immigration problem? People are fighting to get here. We got kids don't want to go to school. Greatest education system in the world. They don't want to use it. The country's open up. Jobs everywhere. Nobody want to work. We are losing what made us great. And what made us great is in the Constitution, is in the Bill of Rights, is on every currency in America. In God we trust. But it's not one-sided now. God gives you we got to do a little giving, too. We can't be all the way on the receiving end, not on the giving end. That don't mean that this got nothing to do with religion and running to the church. We all know right from wrong. That's all we need to know about God. If you're doing the righteous thing, you work with God. You're, doing, you're being unrighteous, you work with the devil. There's only two things on this earth since the beginning of time, since the beginning of man. Good and evil. You choose what you want to do. That's what you say, oh, I don't believe in God. My mother told me about something like that. I'm gonna say, why take the chance? What if you what they what if there is a God? And you go to heaven, what are you gonna tell him? Oops. Yeah. What, what are you gonna say, Larry? Oops. Oops. 
Believe in your God. Believe in your country. Believe in yourself. God said, you make one step, I make two. What is the first step? Believing. Belief goes a long way. Once you lose belief in something, it's over. You stop believing in your country, you won't have a country. You stop believing in your government, you won't have a government. You stop believing in your police department, you won't have a police department. You stop believing in your fire department, you ain't going to have a fire department. You stop believing in your marriage, you're not going to have a marriage. Belief, faith, loyalty is what made this country great this Thanksgiving. You said, Tony, what do you want to be thankful for? I'm thankful, I'm thankful for being in the greatest country in the world. We have problems, yes. I never concentrate on my problems. Only the solution. I could turn on the news and they could tell me all the problems in the world, but nobody talk about the solution. Oh, integration, integration. Okay, we got integration. Okay, we're here. We've been hearing this for 10 years. <laughs> 10 years, you've been telling me we got an immigration problem. How are you going to fix it? Race. We got a race problem in America. Race problem. We got critical race theory and this and that and that and that, that. Okay, we got a race problem. How are you going to fix it? Anybody could talk about the problem. What the old saying? What the old saying, Larry? Bad news travel quicker than good news. Oh, by far. The squeakiest wheel get the most grease. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Hello. Now I'm not the most holy, sanctified person y'all want to meet in your life. I have a lot of a lot of a lot of sinning I have done. I ain't really stopped, but I admit that I have faults. I hold up to my mistakes in life. I'm not trying to preach to nobody, tell nobody what to do with their life. I give you an alternative. Be good or don't be good. That's your choice. Go on the side of righteousness or go on the side of evilness. That's all it is for us as humans. To me, they're one race. When you look at me, you see a black man. Wrong. On my mother's side is African American and Native American. On my father's side is African American and Scottish. So I'm a black Scottish Indian. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of internal wars right there. A black Scottish Indian making up Tony Atlas. And when I talk to most Americans, even white Americans, what are you? Well, I'm half my part French, I'm part German, I'm part this. They name 20 fucking things. Excuse me there, Lord. Excuse me out there too. Especially if kids listening. I gotta get away from all that swearing. It just sometimes, like I said. I'm not beyond sinning, but I'll admit it when I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I will admit it. 
I don't blame somebody else for mistakes I made. I got. I can only fix me. I can't fix nobody out there. I can't. I can only fix me. And through my experience in life, maybe I could help somebody else that need help in this world. When I first started wrestling, Klondike Bill took me to a store, I paid for my hotel room, paid for my food. George Scott put me in top matches so that I could be just as, could get on my feet and be just as good a wrestler as anybody else. Ole Anderson, Gene Anderson, Larry Sharp, God rest his soul, came down to the gym every day to train me to make sure that I learned how to wrestle. Sandy Scott uh, uh, discovered me, worked with me, drove with me. Johnny Weaver mentored me. Rocket Johnson protected me from things. Abdullah the Butcher gave me and Tommy Wildfire Rich our first break in the wrestling business. I can't think of anything that happened for me that didn't somebody else help me do. Even when I was a kid, started with Alfonso Johnson taking me to the gym. J.C. William, who kept me out of trouble and off the street, put money in my pocket. Loretta Mize, scared the hell out of me when she pulled a dress up, though, you know. <laughs> That's a, another story, you know. But <coughs> hey, but the lady helped me. Go listen to episode two. Yeah, episode two. I mean, <laughs> the first time I saw a woman vagina, it scared the hell out of me. I, I didn't know what it looked like. We didn't look at women like that. But there was no peep shows or strip joints or nothing you could go to. You know, especially where I live in Lowmore. Where the hell and you going to see? see and you were 14. Every hour, I was 14. Never saw a woman naked before. You know, but that woman helped me. My wife, Monica, when I was laying in the park, didn't have a friend in the world. I knew more millionaires than Rockefeller. Couldn't bum a quarter from none of them. Nobody picked up the phone. My wife, Monica, came to my rescue and said, if you need a place to stay, you stay with me. Now my wife is in the hospital with a stroke. And I want to say this, too. I, don't, I can't remember this guy's name. I'm going to look his name up. 1990. No, 2019, I got a booking to be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on June the 1st, June the 1st, 2019. Well, the guy called me two days later and canceled the show. I texted him back and said, lose my number. I'm pissed off. Lose my number. Don't, don't, don't ever call me again. Pissed off. That was on four days later, June the 2nd, 2019, my wife had a stroke. I was so blessed to be home and not in Pittsburgh. If I was in Pittsburgh, I would have came home, instead of coming home to a wife, I would have came home to a corpse. She would have never made it. She was 78 years old when she had her stroke. My show got cancer. Now, I called 911 right away. 
The lady on the phone knew who I was. She said, Tony, they be there in two minutes. They're just up the street getting a cup of coffee. The moment my wife had her stroke, the ambulance stopped at a store called Rupert's that is one block from me. I was still talking to the lady on the phone when the people from the ambulance were trying to get was coming in my coming in. I told her, she said, they'll be there in a couple of minutes. I said, ma'am, they're already here. Ten minutes after my wife had a stroke, she was at Maine uh, CMMC, Central Maine Medical Center. Ten minutes after she had a stroke. Anybody know anything about a stroke? Time is of essence. What if I was in Pittsburgh when my wife had my stroke? Would I still have my wife now? No. The law worked in mysterious ways. I go out to the hospital every day and I sat from one until six every day. And the reason I get there at one, because I don't get off, I work at the YMCA as a personal trainer and I don't get off of work until 12. Then I grab my lunch and I drive straight to the hospital to have lunch with my wife. And I sat there until my wife had her dinner and I help her with her food. She can't use this left side. Nothing on the left side she could use. I sat and watched my wife struggling, eating simple things that, you know, my wife set the state record in bench pressing when she was 50 years old. But I'm thankful that I still have her. Be thankful this, this Thanksgiving. Help those who can't help themselves. I was in Legend House. I tried to explain this uh, to Gary Busey. Me and Hacksaw Jim Duggan almost got in a fight over it. Charity stars at home. I almost said charity never leave home. We all do for our own. We don't do for others. Not all of us. I have met some wonderful people in Maine that just came up out of nowhere and said, Tony, we want to help you with this. Mm -hmm. I put on benefit shows for uh, uh, veterans and stuff like that. Larry Huntley here, just he do a lot of benefit. Bonnie Eager High School, the veterans, you know. The street normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does stuff like that all the time. Larry don't, most time Larry don't even get paid for what he do. But he's a good man. His only problem is he's white. <laughs> well, I can't be. I can't be uh, <laughs> a quarter Native American. And he's Scottish. And he's Scottish on top of it. You know, he probably. I'm probably related to him. You know, somewhere along the line, because we're all mixed. I mean, if you do your what do you call that thing? That, ancestry. Uh, yeah, yeah, your ancestry. You'd be surprised what you mix with. You know. I don't think there's no full-blooded nothing in America. No. Let's face it, us America, we screwed everything in more ways <laughs> than one. We screwed everything in more ways than one. So I just want to take that little bit of time. I don't have much to, um, much time to say. I just want to take a little bit of time to, to say thank you, wrestling fans. Thank you, wrestling promoters. Thank you, wrestlers. Thank you, policemen. Thank, thank you, farmers. 
Thank you, military. And most of all, thank you, America, for allowing me to be an American citizen. I'm very proud of my country. I support every president, Democrat, Republican, Independent, it don't matter. At that time, even if I didn't vote for you, I'm going to support you. Because you are driving the, 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 the plane now. So I support every pilot. Yeah. <laughs> you got no He's control. a driver. Yeah. I'm going to support you. I may not like the way you're driving. And I may not vote for you next year. But while you got your wheel there, I'm going to support you and try to be behind you on whatever you do. Together we stand, divided we fall. A house divided against itself cannot stand. There's a lot of people who love to see us divide. I ain't going to do that dividing. Put your faith in God, country, and self. Stand for the flag and kneel for God. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound they say rest like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. Ah, watch out, man. I wanted to sing that song, but that was my favorite song when I was a child. I'm going to tell you one more thing else, too, before I go. How much time I got left? Three minutes. Three minutes. I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I couldn't keep it to myself. No, I couldn't keep it to myself. I said I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I couldn't keep it to myself. What the law had done for me. You all have been there. You all have been there when it wrote my name on the road. I used to sing hymns and country music. I didn't sing rap. I no. sung a little bit of James Brown over the time. I feel good. Na, 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 na. I, I knew that, that I would. Na, 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 na. I feel good. Na, 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 na. I knew that I would. Na, 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 na. So good. Mm -mm. So good. Mm -mm. I got you. Boom, 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 boom. But one thing about that song. James Brown said, I feel good. Feel good. So this Thanksgiving, if you're an American, or you live in, not just America, if you're in Ireland, Africa, feel good. What's wrong with feeling good? I always feel good. But not always. Sometimes I become a jerk. I'm a jerk more time than I want to be. But feel good. Be thankful that we got this Thanksgiving, and I want to take this time. I know it got nothing to do with wrestling. I just want to thank all the wrestlers out there for giving me the opportunity to be a part of one of the greatest shows on earth. Because the wrestling career is totally different than any athlete in the world. They have to take care of their own expenses. They have to take care of their own travel. The, only, the, the promoter give you, he give you a list, a, a sheet, 
or what towns to be in. That's it. How you get there is up to you. You don't. You have to pay your own taxes. There's no retirement. You are independent contractor. If you don't know how to do income tax, you're gonna owe the government a lot of money. When Vince paid you a hundred thousand dollars, he paid you a hundred thousand dollars. Nothing taken out. No Social Security, no Medicaid, no Medicare, nothing. You have to pay your own Medicare, pay your own Social Security. That you have to do that yourself. They just give you a flat check, nothing taken out. There's no retirement for a wrestler. Wrestling is kind of like Mexico. There's no social program. So when you retire, if you didn't save your money, you're up the creek without a powder. And the moment you walk out that door, they forget about you like you never even existed. They give a red ass about you. And when you can't put asses in the seat, oh, they can't use it for nothing. Good night. Happy Thanksgiving.